The majority of GOP voters think that Donald Trump should start a new party. The RNC says they will stay neutral if Trump runs for president again. And the nursing home deaths in New York were massively undercounted. We're going to get into all this and more. But before we get into this, please drop a like, subscribe, and keep on every single day. Um, also, there's going to be random ads playing throughout this content. How fun to support the show. So please bear with me. Let's get into this. A poll states that majority of GOP voters think Donald Trump should start a new party. Now, I want you to comment below, do you think Trump should start a new party? Um, I'll be honest, I think he should. And I don't think it should be done in a way that will divide the party. And I'll explain that in just a moment. But Because a lot of people are saying, oh, if he starts a new party, he's going to divide the party and the Democrats are going to win. Not true. I'll explain in a second. Majority of GOP voters support the prospect of former President Trump forming a new party. Rasmussen uh, survey released Tuesday found. The survey taken January 1st to January 4th among a thousand, only a thousand likely U.S. voters told respondents former President Trump has suggested that he start a new a third party. Is this a good or a bad idea? All the uh, plurality of the likely voters, or uh, 54% believe it's a bad idea. The majority of GOP voters, or 53%, would consider it a good idea, as do 41% of those surveyed overall. The survey coincides with rumors of former president considering a new party. Okay, whatever. So 50, 53% consider it a good idea. 45% say it's a bad idea. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean the 45% won't vote for him because of the new, new party. That 45% is saying, that's a bad idea to have a new party. Let's just, um, you know, let's just run on the Republican Party so we don't divide. That's, what, that's pretty much what, you know, 45% of the people believe. Not, not so much of, oh, I won't vote for him. I won't really want to vote for the Republican Party. That's, that's the difference right there. So it means he probably he has even more support. And this is just people who think it's a good idea. The people who would vote for him would probably be like 95%. Now, this is the thing. This is why, this is a way it won't divide the party. Is if Trump has his MAGA party, his Patriot party, whatever he's calling it. So there will be the MAGA party, the Patriot party, the Republican party, and the Democrat party. What his new party needs to be is kind of a faction of the Republican party. Where it's his candidates go up against the Republicans in the primary. And that decides the primary. Because, first off, Trump is the Republican Party. I mean, not when it comes to how it works and how it operates, but Trump is the Republican Party when it comes to the voting power. Okay? People aren't voting Republican. They're voting Trump. That, that's where his power that, – that, that, that's why the RNC and the GOP is so afraid of him because he holds all the voting power of that party. So he can take that market share of voting power and just bring it wherever he wants – and the Republican Party will have to bend the knee to him, without a doubt. Because there's no way in hell the Republican Party will keep their Republican running against a MAGA. So if, if the primaries come through and a MAGA Party guy has 100,000 votes and the Republican guy only has 10,000 votes, then you have the Democrat, let's just say, you know, what, whatever it is, 105,000 votes. And you kind of need that 10,000 to win. I, my math is really wrong right now. 95, I don't know what my math is. I, I lost track of my numbers. But you get the point I'm trying to say. There's no way in how the Republican Party will keep the Republican guy in. They would bend the knee to the MAGA party. Because they would want to be a part of it. They would want to use it. They were going to want to get that endorsement from Trump. Because they know that's the only way their party would win. Or they'll just go full scorched earth suicide bomb. But there is a way this can work. It's not. It, I'm telling you right now. 
There is a way it can work. It's not gonna be like the Libertarian Party. Sorry for you Libertarian Party people. Hey, I think I'm more of a Libertarian myself, but the party, let's be real, it's a clown show. That, I mean, <laughs> let's just be real. It is an absolute clown show. I mean, have you ever seen the Libertarian debates? Clown show. There might be one or two people in there that actually have the head on their shoulders. But I mean, that party, you know, hey, wanna talk about splitting votes? I mean, Trump lost in some of the states by the same margin that the Libertarians were able to get the votes. Now. Obviously, you know, rigged election, but if it wasn't a rigged election, you can easily look at that and say, well, if that libertarian wasn't running, then Trump would have had enough votes to win. I mean, I'm just, just, just pointing it out, but, you know, the, the loss could have been inevitable because they, you know, allegedly shipped in the votes that they needed to win regardless, but you get what I'm trying to say. Let me know what you guys think. Would you support um, Trump's new party if it wasn't going to divide the, the, the votes in the general election. The GOP and the RNC is to stay neutral if Trump should run again in 2024. That is right, they wanna stay neutral, they just wanna stay out of it. So let's see what this says. Um, the head of the RNC on Wednesday declined to encourage former President Donald Trump to run for the White House in 2024, saying the GOP would stay neutral in its next primary presidential primary. Now, I mean, that's pretty much like like being anti-Trump. I mean, at least they're saying it's just in the primary, not in the general, because at that point, I guess they wouldn't really have a choice. But to not back the former president that got the most votes in history, that has that, to not support and back Trump is actually ridiculous. And that is why, because the RNC is going to probably, is going to try to install their own Republican that's a crony corporate, um, you know, I'm not going to say the bad words. They're going to want to try to install their own person in there because Trump is a wild card and he's destroying the whole system. An interview with the RNC chairman also described the pro-Trump conspiracy group known as QAnon as dangerous. I will agree. Let's be real. If you're, Q I'm sorry, QAnon, but you know what? I I didn't have. I have a lot of QAnon friend, friends. I did not have faith in you guys with what was going to happen on on inauguration day. And I was like, you know, I don't think it's going to happen. I hope it does, but I'm going to give you guys the benefit of the doubt. Let's see what happened. Nothing happened. Absolutely nothing happened. The Pope wasn't arrested. There wasn't rolling blackouts to arrest government officials. Sorry, it didn't happen. You guys were wrong too many times, way too many times you guys were wrong. If I hear QAnon, I ignore it and I move on. There were certain things that um, QAnon says that I am like, okay, like, I get what you're saying, but it's not going to lead to that. And like what they say with the long game, oh, it's, I mean, come on. It's like, it's all coming together. Oh no, look, now this is, a, they just keep moving the goalpost. I'm done. Don't, don't even listen. Listen to me. Don't listen to QAnon because something will happen and QAnon will be like, this is it. This is just what needs to happen. Now the military is going to come in and take control. No, no. I say, okay, look, now this is happening. This is good because now it's going to red people for the future in the next four years. We're going to be voting. That's, that's the difference between me and them. It's like something happens. They think something crazy is going to happen immediately. With me, something happens. Okay, let's look forward five years. Let's put this into reality, into perspective. How is this going to be good? It's a difference. Okay, so, sorry to go off on my little QAnon tangents. So let's see, the National GOP under McDaniel's leadership spent the past four years among Singularity focused on Trump's 2020 re-election. But should he run again in 2024 and he had publicly and privately suggested he wants to, the National Party infrastructure would not support his ambitions over those of other prospected candidates 
in accordance to the party's rules, he said. The party has to stay neutral. I'm not telling anybody to run or not run in 2024. Uh, she told the, uh, the, uh, the okay, that's going up to be up to the candidates going forward. What I'm really, what I really do want to see him do, though, is help us win back the majorities in 2020. So they want his help. What I want to see him do is help us. But if he decides to win, we're just going to stay a uh, run. We're just going to stay out of it. So you, you, you want. His help, but then you won't help him. Okay, makes sense, makes sense. How do you expect to win the presidency if you need this guy to win the majority back? Hmm. Just months removed from the last president's election, several Republican prospects have already begun jockingly the positions uh, for the 2024 uh, contest. Uh, McDaniels is far more focused on the 2022 midterms when Republicans have an opportunity to break the Democrats' monopoly on Congress. McDaniels is in a difficult position, political position, as she begins her new term as the national GOP chair. She has been a devoted Trump loyalist, but as the RNC leader, she has also uh, tasks with helping her party recover from the painful 2020 election season with Republicans lost the Senate and the White House and failed to win back the House. Now, hmm, it, this is something that looks like a loss on paper, but it was a, it, it's kind of a win for the red pilling. It's because the system has gone to the point where it's, 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 it, it broke. Like the system is basically broken. So what happened? It basically broke the system. And we can look at that, we can look at it as, it wasn't a loss because it's not like we lost the people's support. We lost to the system. That's the difference. So it's hard to say it was a painful loss that we need to recover from. No, 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 we need to just, we need to ramp up. We need to gear up. We're just getting started. We lost to the system. We didn't lose to the people. The people are on his side. And, and more people are just joining his side every single day. We didn't, we, we lost to the system. So you have to have a different response back to that. Trump's favorite base continues to demand loyalty to the former president, even as some party officials acknowledge that Trump's norm-shattering behavior alienated elements of the coalition that the GOP needed to win future elections. Not true at all. The future is MAGA. The future is Trump. Okay. Tensions are especially high within the party as the Senate prepares for Trump's second impeachment trial. Ten House Republicans voted early in the month of impeachment in favor of Trump. Okay, just acknowledging the frustration of the Trump, frustration of the Trump base, which remains a powerful voice in the party and has little tolerance for the Republican officials unwilling to stand behind President Trump and his, and his accomplishments in the office. But she repeatedly called for party unity and discouraged elected officials from attacking other Republicans, even those who voted to impeach Trump. Oh, so so you know when we have um, you know Republican politicians out there being rhinos voting against Trump, our president, our previous president, Republican president, voting to impeach him, we're, you know, let's stay united, let's stay unified. Don't attack them for being, <laughs> being, uh, being divisive, okay? Don't, don't attack the Republicans for not uniting because we need you to, I'm sorry, I, I'm lost for words because it literally makes no damn sense. She declined uh, to single out any specific Republicans when pressed, however, including Trump loyalist Matt Gates, who is traveling to Wyoming this week to campaign against Wyoming Rep. Liz Cheney, the highest ranking House Republican who voted to impeach Trump. That is right. Thank you, Matt Gates. 
See, the Trump loyalists are going out of their way to make sure the rhinos are done for. If we're fighting each other every day and attacking each other and brandishing party purism, we're not going to accomplish what is needed to win back the House and take back the Senate, and that's my priority. So why don't you tell that to the rhinos, okay? You tell that to the rhinos. You know what? I don't want you to tell that to the rhinos because I want you, because I want us to vote out these rhinos. This, we're, we're cleaning up the party. We're not fighting and destroying ourselves. We're not collapsing, I guess, the conservative Republican base voting base. We're cleaning it up. We're, we're sweeping up the floor. We're taking out the trash. There's a difference. We're purifying the party, okay? She also uh, forcefully condemned the pro-Trump QAnon movement, a large group of conspiracy theories who were a visible presence at the Capitol insurrection on January 6th. Trump repeatedly declined to denounce the group while in, uh, while in the White House. I don't think you should denounce QAnon for what four crazy people did uh, by breaking into the Capitol, walking into the Capitol. I mean, QAnon, I mean, they might think of some crazy stuff from here and there, but they're not bad people. I think it's really important after what just happened in our country that we have some self-reflection on the violence that's continued to erupt in our country. Uh, pointed out the violence, the political spread. I think QAnon is beyond fringe. I think it's dangerous. Now, I don't think there's, I mean, you know what, I'll admit there are some dangerous aspects of the QAnon. And I guess there are that faction that would be violent. I say I, I could say that could be dangerous. The ones that are violent, I can say the, the misinformation that they're spreading could be dangerous. Not in the fact of you know riling people up to a point where they would get dangerous. I would say that's separate. I think the information that they're putting out there it's dangerous for multiple reasons. One, it gives big tech the reason to censor us because they're just seeing some wild shit. It's like you're just giving them a reason to censor you. And also it's it's a bad look. You know, it, it gives the left all the ammunition they need. It's like <laughs> you know, then they, they lump QAnon in with the entire MAGA base. And now when you when QAnon says, oh the Pope got arrested, you know, during a blackout on a military raid and you're just like, what? Like, <laughs> and then the left uses that. Well, look, we're Trump supporters are so crazy, they believe this. Trump supporters are so crazy, they believe the military is going to overthrow the government, whatever. I'll be, I'll be real with you. If the military was to take over the government, honestly, with, with Trump, like Trump, you know, riding, up, riding in on the tank, taking over the government, honestly, I would not even support that. You want to know why? Because that's not where the power lies. The power lies within the people. Having the will of the people is the true power. So if you cannot win over the will of the people and you come in by force, you're just going to verify everything that the left was saying about Trump. And they're going to be like, oh, well, he's a fascist dictator. He just took over the government with, with the military. That would be destructive because we'll never have a unified country unless you, the goal is to divide up the country and split it up. But you're not going to win the will of the people that way. I think the way to win the will of the people is to give them what they think they want. And it turns out it's not what they actually want. Mm. Biden. That's why I think a Biden presidency would be more effective than a military takeover. Just mark my words on it. So, um, is, okay, I'm, I'm pretty much done with this article. Let's see what she's talking about Pence. Uh, she said she's expecting several Republican leaders to play a significant role in the party's future. Mentioning former President Mike Pence and Nikki Haley, a former ambassador to the United Nations, both are considered potential 2024 presidential contenders. I hope Mike Pence won't run. I hope. Just so he can get roasted on stage. I, oh, I hope. 
So she, she downplayed the reports of Trump leaving the GOP and starting a new party, warning that such a move would divide the Republicans and guarantee Democrats win up and down the ticket. No, it won't, because guess what? If MAGA is getting more support than your Republican primary people, then guess what? You stay out of it. It would, it would only guarantee you, – you ask for Trump's help to win seats, okay? You ask for him to help win seats up and down the ticket, and then you say – Oh, well, if he was going to go start a new party, we would all lose. We're only going to lose because of you. You even admitted you need Trump's help. Work with him. Let him do his thing. Making him, you see, that's the thing is, you don't make Trump your enemy. Because Trump's a very powerful enemy. Okay? you got to stay on his good side. If, if there's anything that we've learned from his presidency, you stay on his good side. Nursing home debts in New York were massively undercounted the New York Attorney General fines. So that is right. It's possible that uh, Governor Killer Cuomo has actually killed more people from his COVID response than from COVID itself. So New York's debt toll from COVID-related nursing home debts may be much higher than what is reported by the state, especially in the months after Andrew Cuomo issued a mandate requiring facilities to accept COVID-positive patients regardless of whether those facilities were equipped to handle them. Now, this is also uh, crazy when you also uh, added the fact that COVID debts were reportedly being overcounted. So this way, you know, for you know reasons of funding and reasons of politics, it would be an overcounted. But to find that they were being undercounted in nursing homes, now that's something that they were trying to do. A report of the New York Attorney General, Leanna James, has determined that COVID-19 residents' debts associated with nursing homes in New York State appear to be undercounted by, by DOH by approximately 50%. That 50% refers to a narrow slice of data information from 20 uh, uh, 62 hand-selected nursing facilities and from a time period of just a couple months last spring and summer, as James' office stated on March through uh, August 3rd, New York State Department of Health officials reported a total of 6.4 thousand residents' deaths in the nursing homes due to COVID, including the 3.6 thousand confirmed COVID-19 deaths and the 2.7 presumed COVID deaths. The data came from New York, 119, uh, 619 nursing homes which reported the deaths. Uh, the report places most of the blame on the deaths of low-related low-rated nursing homes. So the report placed the blame on the deaths on low-rated nursing homes, just bad nursing homes, which received the same mandate as higher-rated ones, even though they were ill-equipped to properly separate and care for the COVID patients. The blame for the undercounting, however, seems to be placed on the Cuomo administration. So we talk about all racism all the time. How the COVID response is racist, how Trump is racist for the COVID response, how it's racist for the vaccines and whatnot. Because obviously, you know, poor people are affected worse than, you know, rich people when it comes to situations like this. But then Cuomo puts in place a plan that, that directly actually kills more poor people, like directly, because poor people are more likely to be in nursing homes. And you know how the left always equates that to racism. So that means Cuomo is racist for minority nursing homes being unequipped to deal with it, basically killing off the older minority population from those nursing homes. So, hey, nope, racist Cuomo now. I mean, that's, that's how the Democrats equate everything. The Office of the Attorney General 
uh, handpicked 62 nursing home facilities and requested the facilities. Okay, let's see. The nursing home facility report. The Times noted that the findings of Ms. James, a Democrat, could put her in direct conflict with Mr. Cuomo and the state's three-term Democrat incumbent, who has touted his his administration's response to the coronavirus crisis, despite more than 42,000 deaths in the state. So that's definitely going to put her on his shit list. And uh, things are not going to go well for her. I mean, she's probably going to feel the whole wrath and the whole tide. She's probably going to have to come out. Uh, and times and other media outlets have also praised Cuomo's response. He has received multiple awards. <laughs> Fucking joke. Sorry for the cussing. But that's, I hate, hey, hey that, that's where it is. She's probably going to get a lot of shit for it. She's probably going to come out. Uh, oh, well, I was actually wrong. You know, Cuomo actually did a good job. We'll see. She might come out saying that or she's going to get hit hard by the left and end up taking a red pill. One or the other. Let me know what you guys think. Thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, and keep on new every single day. Go listen to the full episode of my podcast. The Joey Saladino Show and all the podcast apps. Become a Patreon. If you donate, I'll give you a call to say thank you. Just give me some time to, to call you guys. I've been, been very busy lately. Uh, download the American Now News app in the App Store. The link in the description, link in the bio. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.